are recording. Hello. That only took 15 minutes to get Everybody. set up this time. You know, you would think with how many times we've done this, we would remember how to set up the freaking audio. We haven't done it that many times, to be fair to us. But we've done it enough that we should remember not have to Google how to set up two <laughs> microphones every time we do it. Maybe we should just do it more frequently and then we won't have that problem. That's true. That's the dream. Hi, hi, everyone. Welcome to 2021. Welcome to the middle ground. I'm Hannah. And I'm Joe. And that's Charles. And this is... The amount of people that think my name is Joe is growing. I don't know. I think it's because I call you Smoky Joe, like yeah. jokingly. And then I think people just kind of took that and thought yeah. it was funny. If you're new here, I'm Charles. Hi. I'm Hannah. And this is my fiance, Charles. And together we are the middle ground. I Clueless. Have, I want to have an intro. We never have an intro. I know. That's our brand though, right? I guess. Kind of being like messy and reliable. Yeah. It's our whole brand over here on Middle Ground. I already feel like I need a fidget toy. I know. We should get you some, actually. I have a whole bag of you them. Do. You forget I'm a special education teacher. I know. I, you know I've got $300 worth of them in the attic. I have a ton of fidget toys. That, you remember the time you bought me that um, the squishy, and you thought it was a stretchy, so you broke it right in front of me? <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Hi. So we're back. Um, we were on a little bit of a... A little bit of a hiatus. Yeah, for, for a quick... For just like a quick uh, five months. <laughs> nine um, months. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long we've been gone, actually, but we basically, right around like <clears throat> October, November, we were like, we're going to get back into it, but then we remembered that Glomus was a thing, and I, I was honest. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this podcast and Glomus like, at the same time. So if you don't know what Glomus is, I have a... Uh, I like do a thing. <laughs> I, I think everybody who's here probably knows what Glow is. I found out that some people aren't subscribed to Smokey Glow. They found us through wow. Middle Ground. Yeah, isn't that interesting? So some people think you're like the famous one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Um, so I, we, right around that time we were like, we're going to do it again. But then you know, life happens. Glow happened. And we decided 2020. We got a new puppy. We did get a new puppy. We decided 2021 was going to be the time to like really hammer down, get an episode out a week, really try to make this like a thing. So that's what we're doing. It's kind of our new year's resolution which ironically you see that segue i don't see where you're going with it but well, go ahead i'll pretend to be excited no the the topic of today's video is things that happened in 2020 and our oh, resolutions yes we're you have do your our, phone right in front of our, you yeah <laughs> but I, I didn't see where you were going with it i'm not oh, going okay. we're That's gonna fine. do our 2020 roundup yeah our 2020 right? roundup and then maybe a couple of resolution i'm i said this on my main channel i'm not really big on resolutions this year just because none of my resolutions really happened last year I'm, well i'm i'm big on mine it's to uh lose <laughs> a lot of weight wow i didn't i wasn't gonna say that <laughs> no, but <it's> no. <laughs> yeah i would like to lose that's, weight. Our, that's our resolution i don't together. know about you guys but i'm currently sitting on the quarantine like 40 yeah we both are <laughs> Quarantine was rough. It was rough. It was hard to get motivated. Well, we're still, it's still rough. We're still quarantined. I know. Well, 2020 quarantine, I should say, yeah. was a tough one for us. Well, because we, we Charles started working from home in March, right, when everything shut down and hasn't mm -hmm. stopped working from home. And I already worked from home. And right before quarantine started, we were actually, like, on a good path. Like, we were, we had a gym membership. We were going. We had, like, a trainer we were working with. I got 12,000 steps a day at yeah. work. Yeah. Well, and we were just, like, genuinely trying to work on our health because we're getting married. And so we we wanted yeah. to like look our best at our wedding and feel healthy and also we had this big honeymoon planned where there was going to be a lot of walking so we wanted to get into shape and then quarantine happened and we just like yeah i went from twelve thousand steps a day to like less twelve thousand steps yeah. a month like we walked the dog but that was really our only exercise and you know oliver, all, all the shade on oliver oliver is part of the problem he because he like hates them. walks he's lazy in fact he's sleeping on the couch he's, it's know. not that he hates walks he gets scared really easily he's a little timid guy so he gets a little if yeah. we see like there our neighbor has like this well not our neighbor but around our neighborhood has this there's this statue of a sheep yeah these and sheep oliver, statues. he's terrified of them he can't. I, you would swear that his mother was killed by a sheep or something <laughs> because he he refused. I, you have to pick he him up sits, to walk past he it. He sits and he will not move. And he just looks at you like, what the fuck do you think I'm and, supposed to do? Walk in front it, of the sheep? It's absurd. And the thing is, the sheep statue is like 40 feet off the road. It's not yeah. like it's right in the corner. Yeah, he just sees it. it our neighbor also has a like just a light. It's like a Christmas tree, but it's just lights in our front in our her front yard. And hopefully I didn't just dox us. I hope that's not like a I hope that's a 
common thing. But she has like a Christmas decorations and he is terrified of it. Yeah, like he, he does not like it, will not go near it, terrified. It's kind of funny. Our little guy. Yeah. He's so cute. And he's sleeping right we now. We have to give her a normal disclaimer, but this time it's not for Oliver. It's if for you hear Stella. dogs crying in the background. It's Stella. We have Stella a Stella Marie. Our little baby. Oliver is like the Mark One quarantine puppy because yeah. <laughs> like he, he lived a little bit not in quarantine, yeah. but Stella has known nothing but quarantine. No, her she's a quarantine life. baby. She's a daddy's girl. She is a daddy's girl. And when you have to go back to work, whew, I don't know what we're gonna she do. She is she is a bra girl, if I've ever she seen is a, one. You know what's so funny is you know that meme that's like bruh and like oo-woo girls? Oliver is definitely an oo-woo dog <laughs> and Stella is definitely a bra dog. Like she is yeah. a bra all the way. <clears throat> It's very yeah. cute. They work together really well, though. Being being parents of two has been really Aubrey's nice. Aubrey's bullied in his own home. He by is. a six-pound puppy. takes <laughs> um, his toys. Yeah. Yeah. But we love that. Our, so our, our other New Year's resolution is we're going to get a third dog. And no. We're <laughs> I can't do it. Two's enough. No, we're not going to go third. We're going to keep our two and be very happy with them. But So, Charles, you had kind of this idea, and I thought it was a good one. Of going through our 2020 and just like do a little roundup of our favorite things. So, do you want to list off the things and then we can like talk sure. about it? So, the fun thing about this year, me. well, I don't know if it was fun for you, but I had a great fun in experiencing all of these things with you. Like, we weren't really, we haven't really been apart at all in 2020. None of my moments involved. No, I'm just um. <laughs> We haven't been apart except for like January. I went to Chicago without him for the Midas um, photo shoot. But, but after that, we really have not been apart at all this month so, or this year. So pretty much every one of these is like we can talk about a lot because we were there for it together. For better or for worse. For better or for worse. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> so what I've got are our best moments. Oh, wait, do you want to just go through one by one? Like, do, like, best moments, then we'll say them, and then we'll do... Okay. You know so, what I mean? So, do you want to start with best and worst, or do you want to end with best and worst moments? Let's start with best and worst All moments. All right, best and worst moments, go. Oh. <laughs> um, My best moment... Well, I have a couple. Look at my hair. I know. I need a haircut. It's caveman style. It's okay. You're doing fine. They won't judge you. They're all... Everybody else is having quarantine hair, too. Yeah. Um, Anybody also, out there feel me... Oh, oh sorry. No, I was going to say, any boyfriends out there or men watching this in general, I would cut my hair, except I feel like I have to shave it because <laughs> I, I feel like I'm at that age where there's no normal haircut available to me other than bald. I told him I really would have appreciated if he kept his hair till the wedding. And then after the wedding, like day after, shave it. I don't care. Rapidly I just balding. think, you're really not. It's not that bad. You, you think it's worse because you're insecure about it, I think. But I don't think it's that bad. I would tell you the truth. All right. Okay. Best and worst moments. I have a Sorry. couple of best moments, though. Do you want... Well, yeah. I, I thought we were Do we have top th three? Top three. Okay. Top three. <clears throat> I have top three of everything. Getting engaged was definitely, like, <clears throat> yep. one of our best Sorry, moments. Sorry, I've got... Is that also one of yours? It is one of Not mine. Not to put you on the spot, but... It is one of mine. <laughs> getting engaged was a great moment. Um, getting... Can I... Say getting Oliver and Stella as one because it's it was kind of like I have that on mind. Getting but just Oliver. getting two dogs. <laughs> Sorry, Stella. Getting Stella was a little anticlimactic. Getting Oliver was like our first adults. Right, and like everything worked out perfectly with it. It was like we were. It was like it was like kismet almost. Like it yeah. was like it was like fate that brought us to Oliver. So it was like very, Stella was a little bit more like we planned it. We kind of knew what was going on. Oliver was like, everything happened so fast, but it worked so perfectly that it was like, yeah, the and best Oliver thing was ever. our first dog. Well, Oliver was also like, I love Stella, but some of the magic wore off. Well, Oliver was also <laughs> Oliver. like with Oliver, it was like our first, we, I mean, obviously we have a house and everything, but like getting Oliver felt like a really adult thing to do because it was like, oh my God, we're in charge of another living being. <laughs> And, like, we are responsible for this thing. You know what I mean? Like, it was very much, like, a very adult-feeling thing. I would say I would put getting Oliver and Stella as, like, my combined as my top two. And then top three. Oh, man. Uh, probably hitting 250,000 subscribers was a really, really, really cool mm. moment. That and, Oh, there's so many, though, because I, like, found my wedding dress. I graduated from college. I don't know. Graduating from college felt so anticlimactic, though, because I just, we went to a lake and took some pictures, and that was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There wasn't, we couldn't, our like, lake. well, yeah, our, we went to a, a lake near us and took some pictures, because I couldn't have a graduation because of COVID. And, it, and it's a family member's house in a lake, yeah. so it's not like we no, <laughs> were quarantined. No. But then it was also, like, 
I just got my diploma mailed to me, and that was that on that. And then I started grad school, like, right after I finished. So it wasn't really, like, a moment. Pretty soon you're going to be like me. You're not even going to know where your diplomas are. No, I know where my diploma is. You're, you, I've got two of them somewhere in the house. I have no idea why you're like this. I've offered to buy you frames. I offered. Well, I don't care. What does it need to be framed for? I just feel like it's, a, you know, you paid so much money for it that it's like. That's my big thing is I just paid so much money for it that I want to show. Yeah. And I worked so hard just, for, like, ten years to get it. Yeah. So I think I think it would probably be though um, hitting two hundred fifty thousand, but some honorable mentions would be getting my diploma, obviously, which even though it was anticlimactic, still a great moment, and also getting to see the Eiffel Tower with you. That was like because I'd seen the Eiffel Tower before, but you hadn't. So getting to see I probably like should have told you this earlier, but we have the best career moments in here later. On. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then I'll do I'll do seeing the Eiffel Tower with you. Mm-hmm. I that that whole day in Paris, the day we saw the Eiffel Tower, and the day we walked around and like got lost in that stinky tunnel because you thought that it was the right way to go. <laughs> and like we got some cool. Pictures I know we down did there. get some cool pictures, but it was a little scary. But isn't it nuts that we were in Europe? I know. Twenty twenty in February. Like, that just I know. blows my mind. I know. Right before everything. You know, our t- our cab driver made a joke about COVID. He made a joke when we were driving into into London from Heathrow. Because we didn't even... COVID wasn't even really a thing yet at that point. It was, but nobody... It, it wasn't was, like... It wasn't in Europe yet. Well, it was a couple of cases, but it wasn't like an outbreak in Europe. Yeah, like, we, I mean, we had no reason to feel worried at that point right, in time. Right, right. And, tra- like, they weren't even, like... There was no travel advisories. Yeah. Nobody was telling us not to go. Like everything, everybody was just kind of like, "Oh, it's this thing." I I'm convinced. And then, like two weeks after we got back, they it was I know. like it was all it was all closed. It was literally I think three. We were weeks like later. we were like four days away from like the if you were back in the United States by this date, you're stuck. Like <laughs> yeah. we almost were stuck. We if we had gone, I almost booked that because I booked the trip for Charles as a, a Christmas present. That's why we went. And I if I had booked that trip for your spring break, which is what I was gonna do initially, was spring so, I'm break. So glad you didn't. We wouldn't have been able to go, but because I booked it for February. Well, I wanted to go on my birthday too. It was a little bit. <laughs> selfish it was like a christmas gift but also it was well yeah (laughs) no but so i thought that like i was thinking about it i was like man we got so lucky that that was like we at least got to do something fun this year you know everything else was we just sat inside all year so my list is actually pretty similar i have the first two things engagement obviously number one and oliver on there yes just oliver Sorry, small. <laughs> uh, but my number two is, it's funny, because my number two is the day before yours in London. So we... In we, London? I'm sorry, in Paris. Oh, uh, okay. So we had just taken the train from London to Paris. Yep. And we checked into our hotel, and it was this really cool hotel. Look it up. It's called the... What was it called? Platine. Platine. Yeah. And it was like all Marilyn Monroe themed. The shower. It was so cool. The shower had these LED lights in it. So when you took a shower, it was like you were in a nightclub. It yeah. was like the coolest thing. Yeah. So and it was a small room, but it was so cool. It was so, so we, cool. We had like we were in the room and we were like still kind of jet lagged and tired from the train ride. So like we we took a nap and then we woke up and we had the like windows open and you could hear the sounds of the city. Yeah. And like it was raining, so it was like this and we had the lights from the, the bath, all the lights off except for the pink lights in the bathroom. So it was like ambiance. So it was like this perfect, like, lo-fi, chill-hop moment. And it was just, like, so – and we just watched TikToks yep. in bed all day. And we kind of wasted a day in London, but honestly, Paris. it was Paris. Well, but honestly, we, it was, like, so nice. We had put that as a travel day, too, as, like, yeah. a travel we, – we're the type of people that when we travel, we like to do things and we like to be, like, go, go, go. But we also appreciate days where we can just, like, rest and relax a yeah, little bit. that's the point of vacation. Exactly. The, you know? We don't think the point is to, like, run yourself dry and get stressed out. So, like, on travel days, usually, when we travel anywhere, usually those are kind of just, like – throwaway days like yeah. whatever we're doing we'll just chill mm-hmm. we got Deliveroo that was our first yes, time getting Deliveroo that, I, I was trying to remember Deliveroo and we Deliveroo. got this like amazing it was like a steak I got chicken and I, I just remember that was such good chicken <laughs> it was like the most chickeny tasting chicken I've ever gotten it was so good yeah that was so good oh mm-hmm. that was a good day I, I preferred the day after because we went we we not only did some shopping which I loved but also we walked around Paris like we just walked through the streets, like looking at all the yeah, architecture. Yeah, that was nice too. But you know what? And then For we had me, it was like we could see the Eiffel Tower from where we got dinner. Like it was yeah. just such a romantic, like that was beautiful. that was nice. But like for me, like my little Greece boy, I like know. I, Greece, New York, represent. <laughs> uh, never thought that I would like be in Europe, and like that moment was just like so surreal that I was like having this 
amazing like chill hop vibe moment like yeah across the ocean no, from where I've lived it. for 28 years yeah it's kind of wild that's I think the one of the reasons we love Paris is because because we love we, we want to go back really bad you know a lot of people uh, say that like Paris is underwhelming but I really enjoyed it I did too I loved it people are like oh it's a tourist place and you should go to other places in France because I've been to a few other places in France and it's beautiful and we're planning we're on be in our we're, yeah we're planning to go to other places in France but Paris something there's something very <clears> like <throat> special about that city that really is I, yeah. I know it might be touristy to say that, but it's it's really magical no, I really, for me. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I loved I loved something about the architecture. It's so beautiful. The all the bridges, just like really, really enjoyed it there. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I was a big fan of Paris. I feel like I like London too. But. I feel like maybe people who come from like other places of culture, it's like because it's not as like overwhelming to be like in this cultural like old buildings yeah. but I mean for us where, where have we ever been in our life that half the buildings there are older than the country we live in even, do you know what I mean even it's when, like well even when we went to London it was really we did one day it was super late at night but we managed to get you know those the big double decker buses that you can get on we drove around in one of those and we couldn't get off at any stops because we were on the it last freezing. it was freezing first of all but also we got on at the very last like time that you could have gotten on to do the whole loop through London but it was such a fun time because we just sat on the bus and we had the little ear things we were listening to all and it was amazing the the history they some of the buildings were like from like the 1600s like yeah. this there were so all of these yeah all of these amazingly beautiful like buildings and you learned so much about the history and you learned so much about like just i mean there were monuments for people who had died in like the 1300s but it was like a remembrance yeah, and they knew about these like fires that had happened that burned these buildings down it was just the coolest like thing i think that i would love to do that in paris too and other cities yeah, too again cool. i know those things are touristy but i like that like i like getting yeah. to actually learn about things i don't know so let's, that whole trip was amazing. Let's flip it around here. Okay. What was your worst three moments of 2020? You oh. want me to go first since you did the last one? Yeah, first? go ahead. Distance learning in general. I know that's not one moment, but it's just been awful all around. Yeah. It's funny because I think this year of distance learning was actually worse than last year. Yeah. I mean, more students are engaged. I, I use that term very loosely. But it's just like, it's so tiring and like, oh, you've seen it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you'll go whole, whole days and you talk to three kids. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's supposed to be like 150 kids you're talking yeah. to. Yeah. It's, it's tough. rough. It's hard to watch too. Yeah. I, I get it. It's I get why it's draining. Yeah. It feels, you know what it feels like? It feels like you're the host. I, I feel a little bit like, uh, what, what who hosts the New Year's Eve thing? Oh, it's... Uh, Andy Cohen, Andy and, Cohen and, and Anderson Cooper. Yes, where where it's just you. You have to be like over the top and corny, and then you know nobody cares yes. and nobody's watching. Yes. it's like that. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm just performing all day for yeah. an audience of nobody. <laughs> but anyways, number two, this is actually a moment from the beginning of the year. Was I had a really bad fight in my classroom, and it was the first time I ever really had a fight. Like this was a bad fight. I don't want to go too into details, but. Um, and it was just like this moment of like my whole thing when I started teaching was like, I always want my door to be open. I always want kids to be able to come in and say hi, whatever, especially the school that I work at. A lot of kids roam the hallway and I don't mind them popping their head in for two seconds and saying hi, you know yeah. what I mean? But I had a kid who came in cause my door wasn't locked and jumped another kid like in my classroom and I had to get in between them and separate them and like throw the one kid out in the hall. I remember Not that. like, you know. No, I like. I didn't literally no. throw them out of. Because they want to keep my job. Within guidelines. But yeah. yeah. I know it was just like a, a rough. Lot. A rough. And I got a little scuffed up because of it. Yeah. Because I remember I that. had to get in between the two kids. It was like yeah. bad. But um, let's see. What was my third one? Oh, my third one. I don't even know if I've told you this. What? Yes. I had the most embarrassing Zoom moment on my uh on one of my conference superintendents conference day okay so my district in their infinite wisdom decided to host zoom conference days which is fine they do that all the time but they for whatever reason they literally didn't have enough places in each meeting for everyone in that content area to get in it i was there that so day. i I teach math and special education. The math meeting and the special education meeting were both full. Yeah. So I had to just pick a random meeting. And I ended up picking, I think it was the social, the social studies meeting. Yep, I remember. And 
I was just, I just, I'm not going to sit through a social studies meeting. I'm not a social studies teacher. Yeah. So I had, I had it muted. No, I didn't have it muted, but I had it like set aside and I was doing something else on my own computer, right? I was like grading or whatever. And then all of a sudden we're thrown into Zoom. The breakout, the breakout rooms. rooms. And I panicked. And for whatever, for whatever reason, I unmuted myself. And said, oh, fuck, they put me in a breakout room. I need my headset. I meant to, like, undeafen, and I unmuted. And I, I just heard everybody in the room, the breakout room, start laughing. So I immediately muted. And Love. you know how when somebody talks on, on Zoom, like, their picture pops yeah. up? The first picture that popped up was one of my administrators. <laughs> so I was like, oh, God. And I left the Zoom. And luckily, my Zoom name... Like I don't have a picture of myself, yeah. And they never said anything, so I don't know if they no. ever caught on. But it was, it. yeah. So those are my well, three. Those are your worst. Three. I'll think about that every night for the rest of my life. I don't blame you. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. My worst ones. Are we talking about like we're talking about personally, right? Yeah. Because obviously worldwide, there's like way bigger yeah, issues yeah, pers- than these ones. Personal. These are like personal ones. My one of my worst was definitely not being able to walk for graduation. That was like super, super disappointing, super sad. Um, and then one of my other ones, probably this Christmas, but that's just because <laughs> Christmas Day this year was bad on so many levels. There was a lot of re- oh my first gosh, of all, should we tell? Yeah, I'm going to tell quick? the story. First of all. I couldn't, we couldn't see any of our family, obviously, because we're doing like total isolation. So, and because Charles is immunocompromised, we just don't want to risk it. So we weren't doing anything with our family, but we were like, okay, we'll do Zoom Christmas. So Christmas morning with my mom, my mom is huge on Christmas. If you've not watched for a while, like watch me, you know, she's huge on Christmas. So Christmas morning, we set up our laptop at like 8am. I had not slept a wink because I had to sleep on, okay, backstory. Stella had a UTI, our, our new puppy. She had a UTI. She's okay now. She, everything's fine. We got her the medication, but she we noticed that, that she's like peeing so frequently, having a t- way more accidents than normal, like all this stuff. And, and so, at this point, she hadn't been to the vet yet. No. Because we had a vet appointment scheduled for Monday. Yes. That was the soonest we could get her in. Yes. But we. So she was pretty much just like peeing everywhere. Yeah. And we were just trying to like follow her around with a rag and like Clorox trying to pick it up. So basically, we were dealing with that. And so I didn't sleep all night because I slept on the couch with Stella so that if she got up to pee, I could first of all try to take her out. But also if she had an accident, it wouldn't yeah. be like in her crate. Because you didn't want to leave her in the crate. No. And she felt like she had to pee like every three or four she, minutes. Yeah. So she was just like sobbing in the crate. Yeah. So we baby. didn't we didn't want to leave her in there and make her feel like she was like trapped, you know, and like couldn't pee. So I was like, okay, if she needs to get up, like I can get up with her. So I slept on the couch and I didn't end up sleeping like a wink because I was just stressed and it was a lot I have anxiety anyway so I didn't sleep so Christmas morning at 8 a.m we get on zoom with my family we have all of the gifts that have been dropped off like we had already the day before we had like exchanged like we picked up the- we picked up my gifts and my, I dropped off my gifts for my family so everybody had their gifts and it's like four different households all on a zoom call together it was like my sisters my sister's boyfriend and it's probably at like 10 a.m because my family how we do it is we go around in a circle and everybody opens things individually <laughs> painful charles doesn't like it because he feels like it takes <clears throat> too long but i personally love the way we do it because like we get to see everybody's reactions like i think it's really fun so it's fun for me and my family anyway so we were doing that and as we're doing it oliver gets up our other dog and he starts making his throw-up noises now oliver because of the breed has a lot of just stomach issues regardless so it's not weird for him to puke like he pukes all the time and the other thing about oliver is he will eat anything that fits so i'm I'm convinced he he has pika we he charles really does think i don't know if he has i'm convinced he eats rocks. He eats sticks. I, I don't eats, know. He ate a but, scrunchie before. I know, but I don't know. I don't know. But so he'll rip up his toys and sometimes, usually we'll catch him before he actually eats something from the toy, but sometimes a part of a toy gets down and he just always either poops it or pukes it up. Sorry if that's a little gross, but he always, he always passes it. We've never and had an issue. that pretty much has been like, yeah. Because we used to bring him in anytime we thought it and they yeah. were like, don't bring him in. He's big enough that he'll pass it unless, unless he's like not being able to walk, then we should worry. But basically we don't worry about it unless some Thing were to happen which it hasn't so oliver sometimes will swallow these things so he starts puking which is not weird we're like okay i'll go clean it up i get up to go clean it up and he pukes out this like probably it was like the size of charles's thumb it's like a big <laughs> it's like a big green piece of cloth and we're like okay that's from a toy i go to pick it up stella 
and in all of her glory decides to charles was holding her and she rips free from charles and gets down there and it swallows that big piece of fabric whole in one not no chewing because Just, i was i was to her two seconds after she put it in her mouth and i reached my hand in her mouth to grab it and it was gone it was down the hatch it was gone and so then we're panicking we're like okay do we make her throw up because we've had to do that with oliver before where he'll like eat something you have to make them throw up so like, do we make her throw up? And I'm scared because I'm like, it's huge. So what if she tries it to was, throw it up? It was way too big It was big way too big for her because she's very small. She's only like six pounds. So she's way too small. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, what if we try to make her puke? And then she starts choking. We're not equipped to like handle that. So I call our emergency vet. And our emergency vet was like, you need to bring her in basically like as soon as possible because we need to make her vomit or else it's going to, if it's as big as you think it is, it's going to clog her. So um, right in the middle of opening gifts, I had to jump back on Zoom and be like, hey guys, I got to bring Stella to the emergency that I had to go by myself because we didn't want to bring Oliver in the car we didn't want to leave him here alone so Charles just stayed with Oliver so I went by myself and again hadn't slept and I'm sitting there trying to edit my Christmas day video <laughs> that I was supposed to put up for Glomus I'm trying to edit it in the parking lot because it wasn't done I'm trying to edit that in the parking lot while they take Stella in I'm like cry I, it was I was there for four and a half hours just sitting yeah. in the parking lot because of COVID they don't let you in me so and I'm Oliver sitting, took a nap yeah so I'm saying every time I called Charles he's like what's up I'm sleeping so I was sitting there for four and a half hours i'm sobbing at this point eventually they call me they're like she puked it up everything's gonna be fine once i knew everything was gonna be fine i felt so much better but then we had to wait for her medicine because we were, yeah. while we were there we were like well let's treat her for the uti while we're there talk about a feeling like a bad pat oh i oh i felt horrible like, oh yeah my she puppy has a UTI is on the verge of death and uh <laughs> she's about to get blocked they did tell us too which was a very reaffirming feeling they told us that it's a good thing we brought her in because if we had enough it definitely would have clogged her yeah. so that made me feel like uh, sometimes i feel like we're too anxious and we like bring them in on necessarily but that was a time when they were like no you're you made the right call yeah so we brought her in and everything we figured all of it out and then i got back i had to finish zoom with my family and then we it was just sad and then we and then it was sad because we did zoom with his family and because his family doesn't go around in the circle everybody was just opening stuff and we couldn't see everyone it was just like a it was just sad you know it was just a generally sad day yeah. and and also because of your grandpa like your grandpa's getting older and like yeah. we love him and like it was sad not to see him on christmas and just like it was a lot so christmas day absolutely it was like it was the worst <laughs> and then probably my other worst one was thanksgiving and that was just because my grandma had passed away who my my grandma was like the thanksgiving person like i've gone to her house in maryland every year for thanksgiving since i was born so my grandma died about a month before thanksgiving and we were supposed to all get together on thanksgiving safely we were all going to be in different like spots but still have her funeral and then it cases got so high we just couldn't risk going down so we haven't been able to have a funeral yet we it was supposed to be our last time in the house like saying goodbye to the house didn't get to do that and then i had a zoom call with my whole extended family all my cousins and it was just it was just sad like it was just yeah. like i think that's really where it i mean not to speak for you but i think that's also really where it kind of set in for you yes because your grandma had passed away earlier in the year but because we were in the middle of lockdown yep. and the election and everything i don't really it was right it, before the election right i don't yeah. really think anything sunk in until yeah well then that that night charles bless him <laughs> made us like a thanksgiving meal and he made turkey and he made like all this corn and mashed potatoes and i took a bite of like i think it was the mashed potatoes i took a bite of it and i just started sobbing like hysterically yeah. crying and was just like just Oops, it's okay and just like was was just like beside myself i couldn't eat any of the food because all of the food made me think about my grandma and made me think about what we weren't going to have anymore and it was just like such a horror <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a little better now with it but it, that day in particular was just like the holidays i think were really hard for yeah. a lot of people this year yeah. but i think for me those were like personally the worst was that that was just oh horrible. you want a more positive one yeah let's do some like rapid fire too because i think like we've been talking for like two hours already That's okay i feel like people like podcasts. they do though. like well i hope they do for watching this. yeah uh how about your top three music things of the year Folklore, uh, ever no. Um, are we talking songs or albums? I did albums. I mean, I really just had a lot of songs I liked this year. What's the one that's like? Um, it's like you listen to it. My boy's got his own ringtone. It's oh, the only one I know. Um, that's that's a uh, ring. Gex. Uh, yeah, a hundred gex. A hundred gex ringtone. But was, it's it's featuring. 
Charlie XCX. Is it Charlie XCX? I think it's or Charlie. Is it Camilla Cabello. No, it's, One it's of the two not Camilla Cabello. It's Charlie because I don't really like Camilla Cabello. But um, I it was 100 Gex. That song ringtone is so fun. It's just a fun song. And then I also obviously loved Invisible String off of Folklore. It was my one of my favorite songs. And it for you know emotional reasons. <laughs> um, and then my number one like song that came out in 2020. Let me look really quick. Why don't you do I yours? did albums. So I did the new Joji album. Let me just look at my... Which I, I know a lot of people... I know Joji's a little controversial because of his filthy Frank days. Yeah. But uh, dang, he makes some good music. You that, listen to that. It's that true. new album was like... I know. It, the, it, it's because it is like the perfect amount of like lo-fi yeah. for me. I, I loved it. it. And then... Uh, the new Strokes album, mm-hmm. what is it called? The Adults Are Talking? Yep. Oh, so loved good. it. Loved it. So good. And then my third one, this actually came out at the end of the year, but the new Kid Cudi album really, really was good. I also liked the, that album. The first half of it is significantly better than the second half, but yep. I think that was probably my top rap slash hip hop album of the year. I obviously really liked Folklore. That was like one of my favorite albums. I didn't like Evermore as much. I don't know if I would put it as just like top songs. I'm just trying to remind myself of what music Ah. came out this year. No, I really liked Folklore by Taylor. I didn't really like Evermore as much, so I wouldn't put that. But Folklore was a great album. I didn't love Evermore either. No. To me, it feels like. Felt like like throwaways. It felt like almost like a Folklore bonus album. Yes. It was like. All of the tracks that didn't fit into folklore, but like she was like, "Hey, I recorded them. I liked. Well put them out. I liked them. Don't get me wrong. Like it was okay. That but one compared... song is a bop, though. The nobody, no crime. It's a fantastic. I don't really like any of the other ones. No, I I liked. I didn't mind it, but it just wasn't like my favorite compared to folklore. And then also, were there any other albums I really loved this year? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, I would listen to them with you. You really only listen, 90% of what you listen Taylor to is Swift. Taylor Swift. I really do. It's funny. When we did the yearly roundup, because we dri- <laughs> when we drive, we plug in Hannah's phone, but a lot of the times I do the music. So her like yearly Spotify wrap up was like the, all my music. The albums were was very the albums were right. Like no, my top songs were right. Like my top songs were legitimately my top songs. But everything else was so <laughs> skewed to Charles. Like it was like you listen to this we album. Should post. We should post our. I already posted mine. Well, I posted my songs. Well, no, can we? We you can link a Spotify album, right? We should link our, our Spotify playlist. We should oh. link our yeah. We could do that on playlists. You can, mine is basically Charles's, so whatever. Because <laughs> we always use my phone to listen to music in the car. Yeah, those would probably remember be. To, remember to do that, because that'll be cool. Okay. Those would probably be my three. Next, top three TV shows. You go first. I okay. wish I'd written mine down. I did. did re- why I- did you write them down? I didn't know we were writing them down beforehand. <laughs> I feel unprepared. So my number one mm-hmm. was Survivor. Because we, the beginning of quarantine, oh, that's all we, we watched. We binge watched Survivor for like two months, and it was great. We, we watched twenty so seasons, I think twenty full seasons. We watched, yeah, watching Survivor, just about. Yeah, I burned out towards. We still have like five seasons no, left. No, like I burned two out towards the end. He burned but. out what with one and a half seasons left. <laughs> Charles decided that he didn't want to watch Survivor I'm anymore, sorry. and I can't watch it without him because I'm not a bad person. But it makes me miserable that yeah. we are so close to being caught up. Well, because there was won't. there was like ten great seasons in a row, and then it's just kind of like yeah you're not wrong but it pains um, me that you couldn't just get through it and uh mandalorian we just watched that that was very good oh for some reason when we first watched i think the first couple episodes didn't really get me engaged because they feel very because they're so short it's hard to get by into the whole narrative like like the whole long form story of what's happening in the first couple episodes so we had originally watched the first three episodes when they first came out, like last year. Yeah. And we're like, eh, Didn't like it. not in love with it. But yeah. then all my friends were like, oh, season two is so good. Season two is so good. So we binge watched it. Yeah. And season two was very good, I have to say. It was. And then my third thing, I don't even remember if this was last year, but I, this year or early last year, but I put it on anyways, was The Witcher. That was... It's so hard. Time doesn't. No, that exist was late last year. That was late last year, but that is a really good show. So I, I didn't. I couldn't I'll remember. Allow it. That was a good. Couldn't show. remember when we watched it. My first of all, Tiger King has to be on there because we watched that so quickly, and it was such a well-made like documentary that I really. Tiger King feels longer ago for me than The Witcher. Yeah, no, it wasn't. We watched Tiger King like in March. I really, really love Tiger King, and then the other ones I loved were. 
I don't remember anything that I watched this year. It's wow. so tough. Amateur hour over here. Tiger King. And All then you the, watched was reality TV. I watched The Real Housewives. Oh, there's one. I, I there, It didn't start this year, but I, I found. hate I love that it. show. I, I hate it. I, I cannot think of any other show that I've watched in my lifetime that I've liked less you know what's funny? than The Real the Housewives. The Housewives. I'm currently watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I'm going to switch to other ones soon. But The Real Housewives, I think the reason, there's something, I hate everything that the women in it stand for, like for the most part. I morally disagree with a lot of them. However, there is something about watching somebody who lives a life that is so the polar opposite of everything that you do day to day. There's something mm. about watching that that is just such a form of escapism. The media has trained you to internally worship the rich. It's not even worshiping, though. It's just escapism. Like, I don't, I, it's not like I would go to, like, a meet and greet for Lisa Vanderpump. Like, oh I don't, God. I'm not, I don't idolize I them, but I just think. I cannot stand these I people. think it's such an escape from real life to watch the petty problems of the rich. Like, it's an escape don't from my world. Don't you get enough of that in your day job? Honestly, no. YouTubers, because right? I get mad about YouTubers. I don't care about, these women fight over the stupidest things. So I would say third Please put the scissors down. Third, third TV show would have to be Survivor. I'd have to agree with you. That was such a, a like a <clears throat> cornerstone of quarantine for us. Was was watching Survivor. Who was your favorite Survivor contestant that we watched? Um, is this even a question? I don't know. What's the answer? <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue. Malcolm. No, the Joe. No, the. Cochran. Oh, Cochran. Cochran. Yeah, Cochran. I It was on the tip of my tongue. I was yeah. like, I know. That that Cochran season, that season. Was the best. No, no, not even the season that Cochran won. Spoiler alert. The the best season by far was the one where the cop won, even though I hate, you know. Even though we hated the cop. Even though I hated He that made guy. it so crazy. That And like. Everything about that season was just nuts. It was, well, because he, well, also the guy, there was the guy who was in the blue collar season two who ended up winning. Remember that Mike, I think his name was? He was in the blue collar oh, season where everybody was, hated him, but then he just kept winning. So that he was won. good too. There was some seasons of that show that were like legitimately so, we, we would sit and watch it all night because like we didn't have anything else yeah. to do. So we'd just sit. That, where we, he won like six challenges straight. We literally, there and was like powered the, his way to victory. There was a point in quarantine we were going to bed at like 6 p.m. just so we could sit and watch Survivor yeah, all night because we were like obsessed with it. It was such a good good one. Okay. What do you have next? Uh, video game. No, books. I lied. Favorite books. Do you want to go first? I can go first. You can go first. So my number one favorite book mm-hmm. is the brand new. I know this, is gonna, this isn't going to be on your list, but this same series. Okay. So Warbreaker, which mm-hmm. is the fourth book in the Stormlight Archives series, which is arguably the best series by Brandon Sanderson that's a part of the Cosmere. Can I cut in? I'm that's This is on my list because I started that series this year. So th- this is also on my list, but just a different book because I just started it, it. It was so good. Yeah. I, the second half of it was much better than the first half. And I can't remember the last time I cried reading a book. But there was a part I where I was like sobbing. Like, really I was, was I was sitting there. It's funny. I was looking for an excuse to like do something while I played the book, while like so I could listen to the book because I love listening to audiobooks, but I can't just sit there and listen to them. I have to do something. Yeah. So I played like probably seventy five hours of Minecraft in three days yeah. while I was Listen listening to, to the audiobook. That's all you did. And oh my god, I was just I was crying in the club while I was playing. He Minecraft. got into the car after the fact because we had to go. I think we got we got delivered. We got pickup or something. You we were, were picking pick up, up our groceries. Yeah. Oh, it was groceries. And we he got in the car and he was still like an emotional mess. <laughs> and I was like, man, I can't wait to get to this part of the book because it sounds good. Yeah. But. Unfortunately, you're like almost two hundred hours away from. I know, that, so. but. Uh, Second second one is The City We Became by N.K. I always pronounce her name last name wrong. I believe it's Jemson. Okay. Jemison. Oh, you, I listened. I started that book, too. I, I couldn't I have get to into Google it. it. Her, M.K. N.K. Jemison. Okay. Yep, that's it. Um, I've actually read some other books by her. I forget the name of the trilogy. I read it, like, two years ago, but it was, like, this... It had to do with like stone magic, and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. But this this new the the city we became was such a good book. It really? was like shockingly good. I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did, but I really liked it. Cool. Um, and uh, my third, hold on, I lost my my list here. My third was 
I did at the beginning of quarantine. I did a full Wheel of Time reread because that's how much time I had on my hands. The last two books of the Wheel of Time are just so good. Again, though, Sanderson's my favorite author, uh, and he wrote them. Yeah. But, you know, he wrote the last few books, but very good. Mine were Sufficiently Advanced Magic, which is by By, Andrew Rowe. That would have made my list if I didn't read them last year. Yeah, I read them this year on your recommendation, and they were... Whoa. I don't know why I just did that. Because it's 4 o'clock. Oh. (laughs) Our lights automatically go on at 4 o'clock. That book was fantastic so well the series i read the whole series i binged the whole series what i like about that book is a a lot of the time in fantasy and anybody who reads a lot of modern fantasy will know what i'm talking about but there's a lot of it there's so many like sexist tropes yes and so like the it's just it's not a very inclusive genre in general as much as i really like them they're not super inclusive they rely on old school tropes yeah get a point that series in particular feels feels much more inclusive. Well, they they have, have non-binary characters, asexual, asexual characters. Yeah. And also I had, this was probably my all-time favorite, it was by Sanderson, was the Reckoner series because that, again, was another one that I listened to like all the way through right when I, right when I started listening to it. And those books are phenomenal Very like good. so well written so every there's not like a book that i was like man like this is kind of boring like got dragged every single one of those books all the way through is like a knockout book like they're so interesting to listen to they're yeah. so fun if you like shows like the boys oh yeah it's, this is very similar to that, but it's. I think it's much better. I think it is too. It's it's very like post apocalypse X Men. Yes. It's like the brief like the two minute premise of it is like um, everybody gets superpowers and some people are so strong that they begin to like rule the world and destroy the government. And well, stuff. not everybody gets superpowers, but well, a lot of people get. Some it. people get super. A lot more people than like normal superhero books. Yeah, like, it's kind of like, like the X Men, where there's yeah, like tons, there's tons of people of that have it. Yeah, but some of them are so strong that they take over like Cities. regions of the world. Yeah, and the first book is set in Chicago, Chicago but it's not called Chicago. Which, obviously, interesting side note for me: I just started reading the Dresden Files, and they're pretty good. Oh, okay. Also takes place in Chicago. Well, anyway, we could talk about books all day, but I think that those were definitely my top three that I read. I loved reading series this year. It was fun to catch up on some series that I've listened to you read over the years and mm-hmm. kind of like know what you're talking about now. Yeah. I needed a lot of read. I I sometimes have very um. I don't want to say I have bad taste in books, but I have very, like, corny taste in books. Like, I love, like, cornier, like, not, simple. I think you're just more into young adult fantasy. Yeah, kind of. Like, just kind of stuff that's, like, basic. Like, yeah. but this Which, year... a lot... There's there's whole... A lot of people are... Yeah. But I think this year was... I, I wanted to read stuff that was a little bit more, like, interesting and, like, intense. And you gave me a lot of really good recommendations. Because I had been... I'd kind of dabbled in, you know, sci-fi and oops, sci-fi and everything. But not, like, this. Mm-hmm. And I really got into it this year, I think. Stormlight is really... Or not Stormlight. What was it called? Was it Stormlight? Stormlight. Yeah, Stormlight, okay. Stormlight is what did it for me. It's funny. For those of you who have, like... Like Red Stormlight, which probably is there's not a huge overlap. I'm gonna guess, but might be. Uh, Hannah, where do you remember what the last thing that happened? You're like in halfway through the first book, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about the the book about the girl that flies planes. Oh, that's that's Skyward. Skyward. That yes. is what started my brain and Sanderson yes, those obsession. Are, those are very well. Those are a little more young young. Ad- I know, but that adult, is what but, started it. Yeah. And then I, once I got into Sanderson, very, I think we recommended that last year. I think we did too. Those, we read great. those. This is like my favorite. We books. read it. Wow, isn't it crazy that the second book for that came out over a year ago? Because yeah. we listened to it when we were on the way to, to Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yep. in 2019. It is crazy. All right, you want to go to the next one? Video games. I have Animal Crossing, Among Us, and Animal Crossing again because <laughs> I stopped playing Animal Crossing and then hopped right back into it to um, help alleviate my stress. And those were literally the only two video games I played this year. Besides one day I played WoW with you just for funsies. Um, that was interesting. For like three hours. And then I said, mm, not for me. And so I switched back to Animal Crossing. So See, Animal Crossing Among Us and Animal Crossing. It's funny. I don't have World of Warcraft on here. but uh, That's like your old, that's like your yeah. fallback whenever my, you get bored with other video my games. My three, my number one of the year, and I know this is an unpopular opinion, but The Last of Us 2, really liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great story. I love. I can't participate in this conversation. Love Ashley Johnson. Cool. Love, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Oh, I've I forgot. <laughs> this is a conversation. The, the, she's Jester in Critical Role. I don't know what her name is. 
Laura Bailey. There, there it you is. Go. Oh, I love love both of them. She's great. And they they voiced the main two characters. I think they one of them. I think Laura Bailey won the the award for it this year. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just that was very good. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I I could say some things about that. Have your own opinions. Yeah. Can I can I say a bold statement? I well, think a lot I of people know. didn't like Last of Us Two because video gaming in general and a lot of the, the, the opinions we hear about video games are male dominated. And I think a lot of men who played the game were challenged by the fact that there were strong and semi-realistic female characters in uh, in the game, and they didn't like that. Wow. Uh, second one was Ghost of Tsushima. It was okay. very good. Sounds you, good. You saw me yep, play that I liked one. It was that just one. so beautiful. It was pretty. It was really pretty. Gameplay wasn't the best, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, third one was Hades. Loved Hades. How much Hades did I play when oh, it first came out? I, like a lot. I don't know the difference between a lot of them, but yeah, I, I believe that it was. That's a, lot. a very. I sunk a lot of hours into Hades. I believe it. It's pr- Hades is probably the game I played the most time in, other than World of Warcraft this year. Hmm. She doesn't care. Intr- no, I care. I <laughs> just don't know what you're talking about. Looking at me with vacant eyes. I just like, don't know. Hmm. I, it's like when I talk about makeup. I just I can't I can't give you an opinion because I don't know what you're talking that's, about. That's but I, I'm happy that you had a lot of games you liked fair. this year. Okay. What do you have next? Meals? Yeah, our top meals. You want to go first? I do. I, I uh, We have a, lot, a pretty big overlap here in my bed. Probably. So my number one best meal I had was uh, we actually tracked down this this uh, restaurant, and we're going to go to it next time we're in France. But Yeah, we did. We spent about 45 minutes on Google Maps trying to find yeah. it. It was funny. We knew I knew how we got there from yeah. the Eiffel Tower. So on Google Maps, I walked or Google Earth. I rewalked how we got there from the Eiffel Tower. And then we, we looked. We had to Google every restaurant that it had was a red so awning. Good. You know what's funny about it too is probably to somebody who lives in Paris, they're like, "That's just like a normal yeah. like restaurant." It's probably like the the French Touristy. version of like a Jeremiah's Tavern. I know. But because it was it was just like so good. It was so good. It was. And I got onion soup, yep. French onion soup, but they don't call it that. Thing. It was like amazing. Um, my other one was right before quarantine started on your birthday. We went. Well, it was for it was, your birthday, but it was before. Yeah. We went to this local restaurant called Black and Blue. That's like a uh, steak place. And they had the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life. So good. It, it was like mac and cheese risotto. No, no, it was or, like orzo pasta. Oh, that's what it was. A little tiny that's what pasta. It was. it was so good. But it was like excellent. It was so good. And then my other one is uh, in London, I got that pesto chicken at and, and that um, we stopped at that little random like cafe. That's, that's on my this list. Pesto chicken that was like amazing. And they, I got like a, like a cafe mocha or something, yep. but it was so good. We on our so this is on my list too, this little place we went to in London. On the very first day we were in London, we went out to look at rings. That's where that's when we bought the first ring. We went out to look at rings and while we were out we were starving. So we found this little tiny cafe that was like in the midst of um it's it's on like where Piccadilly Circus. It's mm-hmm. near there. Found this little cafe, and I had the best gnocchi that I have Sorry, ever. What? Did I say it right? Gnocchi. I had the best gnocchi there you that go. I ever had had in my entire. The I best still, Yankees in all I, of Europe. I tried to say it right this time. <laughs> I had the best one, and it was so. The sauce, the pot, everything was just like absolute perfection. If you don't stop banging those scissors, I'm going to lose my I put them down. Everything was, you've banged them like five times. Everything was so good. And then also the coffee at that place was like perfect. It was so good. And then also we made, this is really one of the HelloFresh meals we made. We made this beef. You really liked that one. We made this beef ragu spaghetti. I think because we filmed it, I remember it so clearly because we filmed the experience. So we made this beef ragu spaghetti and it was like so, 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 so good. Mm -hmm. Also black and blue, that steakhouse. But I, I liked it for, I liked the steak and I also got the shrimp when we were there. That we, mac and cheese, really. I want to go back there really bad. That place, we won't because of quarantine, obviously, but like that's probably going to be my first stop when this is all yeah, over. And it's pretty expensive. 
Well, it is very expensive, yes. But <laughs> it's not a, it's I not would a, say a first every Friday night type no. of place. I would say a first meal back into the world's black and blue be would be yeah, black and blue would be the spot because it's oh All so right. good. We've got two more here. Career moments, okay. What were your career moments? Also, if you can hear Stella, Stella has been released. Yeah, the dogs took a potty break. Stella is Stella is out and about, and she is ready to go. I'll bring so. I'll bring her up here at the end. Hannah doesn't want me to hold her while we record, but well, just because she's gonna lick the mic. Yeah, she's very fidgety. <laughs> um, so my top one mm-hmm. was actually from January of last year. Oh, yeah, because not Wait, a lot of, of good twenty nineteen. No, no, January of 2020. Oh, it's but 2021 now. But that was the now. last school year. <laughs> yeah. So um, after Christmas break, oh, here she is. After Christmas break, we have uh, January Regents exams. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, you know, I was worried about my kids taking the Regents exams because I teach special education. I feel like that's a huge mental toll on a kid to have to take a Regents exam uh, when you are only halfway through the class, you're not ready to take it, right? Yeah. And it's so we it's it, rather than like spending the week regions prepping, we we spent the week like that. Don't you know like prepping them for the test in the sense that like this is just a practice. Yeah. Don't get, I'm not going to grade you on it. Don't yeah. get stressed. And everybody was freaking out because they signed our whole school up for January regions exams. Mm-hmm. Our principal signed everybody up. And I guess I shouldn't have questioned her because it turned out and it ended up being good. We had a lot of kids pass. Um, rookie mistake on my part, I guess. But I, uh, my whole math department was like, "Don't expect anybody to pass." Yeah. And then I had three kids pass, Aww. so it was like I, who have only taken like half the course. Yeah. So I felt like it was very like, "Oh yeah, three of my self-contained kids pass," and I wasn't expecting any to pass. Yeah. And across all my classes, I had like nine kids pass, That's so, so good. it was like way better than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, let's see what else do I got. Oh, getting praised by my supervisor at the end of the year was really nice. Yep. She originally she's back at her school now, but she's in a different position. She originally thought she was going to be leaving, and like he wants Stella. Wait, he wants Stella. Oh. Oliver does. And like I got in a phone call with me because she was kind of my mentor throughout the whole year yeah. unofficially. And uh, she had really nice things to say, which was really nice. She was, I heard too, she was very complimentary. It was really yeah. sweet. And then my third was, I had a similar situation with my actual mentor. Because in the state I live in, your first year of teaching, you have to get your professional certification. You have to go through one year of mentored teaching. Mm-hmm. Which means you have an assigned mentor from a mentor program. And uh, mine, DJ, she was the best. She was great. She was cool. And she was very, very, very nice to me in her final report. So those this, were very... Your first year of teaching was kind of oh, crazy. a and lot. Had, the budget deficit. We laid, They laid off half the district. Yep. In the first, like, three months he yeah. was there. And then we... And somehow you quarantined. were spared, which we have no idea how that happened. But he got... It was because you're special ed, honestly. They couldn't afford to cut any special education teachers because yeah. of the state mandates. So he got really lucky. But they laid off like 200-something teachers and then quarantine. So the first Everything half of your – your first half yeah. of your first year was budget crisis. Well, and the, the first, second half the first was... 10 weeks of last year, I didn't have a room. Oh, yeah. I didn't have a desk. I, I showed up to school. The, oh, with a Wegmans bag. Yeah. The first day I showed up to school not even knowing what classes yeah. I was teaching because it was just so – There was a lot going on. Yeah. There was a lot. Well, they were also switching like – leadership so yeah. it's just a lot i didn't know what school it wasn't i was going to be hired it, at in the district until even, three days yeah. before it school wasn't even started. really your school's fault it was just there was Districts. a lot of yeah um okay my big career things i hate to call youtube career but i feel like that's the only way to this kind of the, falls under that category right how would it say that yeah well first of all getting a 4.0 my first two semesters of grad school overall gpa 4.0 would love to keep wait that until one teacher kills you i know <laughs> I'm really waiting on the thesis because I feel like the thesis is going to kill me. But um, that was awesome. And then getting to 250. Well, now we're at. Sorry if you hear our dogs fighting. Grumbling. Grumbling. Obviously getting to 250,000 and now like 280. 250 was a really cool. I told you she'd lick the mic. What did I tell you? Yeah, but isn't that cute? We'll get some puppy puppy Um, sounds. 200, hitting 250, I think, was like, even though now we're past that, like, that was a huge milestone to get mm-hmm. to a quarter of a million was, like, cool. She's really cute. She's right at that stage where she, no longer, she's oh, like a, you. she, her, she has, her, her first. She was like a hamster the yeah. first two weeks. There was no intelligence behind those no. eyes. No, no and, and now she's starting to develop a personality. I completely agree with you. Um, and then also getting six million views during Glomus. 
Yeah. Total views. Nice. Over six Your million. Your best Miss yet, right? Yes. View-wise? Absolutely. Yeah, everything-wise, it was the best one yet. I've never had that level of... Uh, growth Thanks, slash guys. yeah it was awesome that was unless really you're cool. one of those rare people that's here for me and which case <laughs> you don't know who i am um all right quarantine activities can i do mine yeah go ahead mine were we redecorated and like finished our front porch and so i got to sit on the front porch with oliver this before we got stella but i would sit during the summer on the front porch with oliver and i would edit videos and i would like watch things and we had this comfy chair out there and i would sit on the porch and it was so peaceful and beautiful and just like it's it's not a big porch it's pretty small but it was perfect size for me and oliver and we would just sit out there together and snuggle and i loved being on the porch i think stella's gonna like it stella's gonna love it because there's so much sun it's really the only place in our house that gets direct sunlight so oliver would love sunbathing out there we live in a very old house and and the windows windows. it's got really cool like leaded glass i think is the the word see it in this window this window up here has but they're very they're all very small windows so and then obviously hanging out with the dogs in general. I loved getting to hang out with the dogs and bond with them. And then also I found my I refound my love for um like face masks, not the kinds you wear out. Like actual <laughs> physical like clay masks and sheet masks and like doing face masks as self-care. Kind of refell in love with that this year. Hi Ali. Oh, she sees Oliver's got her favorite toy. <laughs> she's like, "Hello." Um, and what were yours? Mine were I had I had bonding with the dogs on there because it really that it was really the best was part. the dogs really got us through quarantine. Getting Oliver right before everything started, we didn't know at the time doing that was like the best thing we've ever done for ourselves. But I don't know what we would have done without the dogs this year. Like yeah. it really saved us from so just especially during the day where like yeah either I was working or Hannah was working, we would have been alone all the time, even yeah. though we were in the same the house because our schedules are kind of opposite. opposite. But having Oliver really has been it's, and Stella now, it's yeah, been great, a blessing. Uh, my other one, I, I cleared out my entire book catalog of yeah. books. I read like 32 books this year. Yeah. You read so, well, listen, technically, but you did listen, so yeah. much reading. Um, I was very impressed so I, with I, you. I, I'm to the point now where I'm like, I actually asked on Twitter, uh, at Charles, not Joe. Uh, Subtle plug. <laughs> Smokey Joe on Twitter. Uh, I, I asked like for recommendations because I was like, i out of books. Yeah. Um, and then this one is a, kind of a guilty pleasure, but uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah. I really started, I started playing, I've always dabbled with World of Warcraft, like on and off since um, high school, really. But me and my friends all have gotten back more into it now that everybody's got so much free time with, yeah. with, because we can't go anywhere, you know what I mean? I feel like finding, being, like, I don't see my friends nearly as much as I used to, but you see your friends, you, like, get to talk to your friends almost yeah, more than you used to. Yeah, being on Discord, being yeah. raids together, and Mythic yeah. Plus, and everything has been great. Dope. Yeah. Well, that was all we had. I think it's hard, because you I think got, it's... What were your favorite quarantine activities, Stella? <laughs> what did she you... says, I was born two months ago. <laughs> she says, I like to lick. No, I think what was cool... Well, this, honestly, 2020 pretty much sucked. I think across the board, we can all agree 2020 was pretty bad. But I will say, I think that it's good to kind of try to look back at least and think of like one or two good things that happened or like something positive, like a good TV show you watched. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, because it's it's too, it's with how bad everything was, I do this myself. I kind of catastrophize the year. And I feel like there's just reason to catastrophize the year. (laughs) But it was horrible. But also, I think it's good to see like, hey, I found a cool TV show or like I played a video game or, you know, I think that's nice. But yeah. Hope this was an interesting little podcast for you guys. Do you want to give a New Year's revolution resolution at the end? Man, my New Year's resolution. Lose forty pounds. It's mine. That's yours. Yeah, it's a good resolution. And, we have our workout and gym. Post now. the podcast at least once a week. At least three podcasts a month. <laughs> I love that we're still setting the bar low. Listen, I think in IEP my... goal terms, got yeah, it. I get it. Meet success rates eighty percent of the time. I get so that. if we if we could post at least three a month, three a month. My goal is going to be just keep focusing on youtube and just seeing where the kind of wave kind of takes me you know what about your second channel that's a little shameless that's, plug yeah of hannah glow no i think i that's kind of part of it i just want to see where everything takes me this year this it's kind of a weird year this year because this is kind of the last full year before i finish grad school where like i can really just like kind of do youtube well, maybe well, yeah, I might have to split up my years now, which kind of sucks, but we're Thanks, we're going to we're going to wait and see what happens. But I might have to split up my years and if that happens, then I'll obviously 
things will be different. But as it stands right now, if everything goes how I want it to go, I also might be able to be done with grad school next year. So it's kind of interesting that this is the last year I might have to really full send it with YouTube. So I just yeah. wanted to like see where the wave takes me, ride the wave, keep it going. I have a lot of exciting things planned. That's very cool. So what do you think, Stella? Stella, what do you think? Oliver, do you want to come up? He's like, no. <laughs> he says, leave me down here. <laughs> All right. Well, we still don't have a sign off. So this has been fun. Thanks for coming to chat with us. Yeah. Hopefully you guys like this. And I think they will. Uh, if you have any podcast idea recommendations. We have a whole list right now, so we're doing okay. But, but I, if you have, case, yeah, if you have some, out, let us know. Let us know because we'd love to do yeah. stuff. But I thought this would be a good one back just talking about 2020. Yeah, I think we got, you know. Little recap. 2020 was a crazy year. It was. And I think to debrief on it, both the bad but mostly focusing on the good too is was nice. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. Well, talk to you later. Bye everybody. Bye everybody. Come here. Let's see if we can get Ali up here. Come here. Oh, big boy. <laughs> she, she's in love with Oliver. They she love loves him. She loves him. She says, Oliver. <laughs> all right, dogs. All right. Bye. bye. See you next week. Bye. Oh, he's pulling my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Bye. Do a kissy face, Stella. Ready? Ready? Mwah.